0: welcome to a hilarious and informative show hosted by mitch adams of wrestle royalty the worlds of comic book related media and pro wrestling intersect in various ways both tell stories while everyone involved wears tight colorful outfits that would make circus performers blush ladies and gentlemen WrestleRoyalty.com and Harley Quinn Memes on Facebook proudly present Storytelling in Spandex. Hi everybody, welcome to Storytelling in Podcast. Sue Mitch back here again and I've got a very special guest for you today. You might have seen him at uh, AEW Dark on YouTube. You may have seen him on United Wrestling Network Primetime Live on Fight TV. You may have seen him on NJPW Strong, on New Japan Pro Wrestling World. Ladies and gentlemen, one of the biggest rising stars in professional wrestling, Mr. Danny Limelight.
1: Mi what's going on, man? Thank you so much for having me.
0: Hey, my pleasure, mate. My pleasure. So, let's just get straight into this. You know, you have been killing it on the independent scene in the U.S., uh, you know, it's a m- phenomenal that you've had this much success during a worldwide pandemic. It seems like you're having your breakthrough year at the worst possible time to have your breakthrough year. I mean, what's it all been like, mate? All this uh, attention, all this buzz.
1: It's, it's been awesome. I think that what I did was I seized an opportunity and I ran with it. Uh, I took the worst year in history and made it my breakout year because I wasn't going to use it as an excuse to sit around all day and do nothing. Um, I had some amazing opportunities come up and I just capitalized on it really took advantage of everything thrown my way and I'm super grateful for it I'm, I'm humbled that these companies have been giving me these opportunities to work and I'm also I feel like accomplished because I know that I deserve to be there and now I'm just glad that they see that and that the fans everywhere are starting to see me for who I am and what I can do and it's been awesome man. it's been it's been real fun.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've seen a few of your matches on Dark. I've been following your work on NJPW Strong very closely. Um, how did you actually get your start in pro wrestling? Because that's that's the biggest question I always ask uh, people. I mean, cause, uh, did you start? Well, did you start as, as a kid? Did you start watching it as a kid, or did you come to it later in life?
1: Yeah, yeah, I was a huge fan growing up as a kid. Um, well, I would say my first memory would be 1997, Bad Blood, Undertaker and Shawn mm-hmm. Michaels. Hell in a Cell. Phenomenal match. Kane coming uh, in and stuff like that. And, and, you know, um, so that kind of got me into it. The Rock, The Rock is what really kept me into it. You know, he was my favorite. And then when he left, I became a huge Eddie Guerrero fan. And... You know, once I went to like junior high school, high school, I kind of stopped watching it because it wasn't like the cool thing to do. Um, I didn't know about independent wrestling. At the time, all I knew was WWF, WWE, and then WCW before they were bought out. Um, And I didn't know about all these other companies like New Japan, Ring of Honor, TNA, shit like that. Um, So when I found wrestling again, it was very randomly, you know, uh, I was in Target with my daughter um, shopping. She was four months old, so she was in the cart. I went down the Blu-ray aisle. She knocked some Blu-rays over because she, you know, she was just, you know, her motor skills are pretty advanced. I go to pick them up, and one of the DVDs that she had knocked over was The Rock's Top 10 Greatest Matches. Oh, um, wow. so I bought it because, you know, The Rock was my favorite. And <clears throat> I thought it would be kind of nostalgic to just sit home, and watch his matches, you know, reminisce. I, mean, I didn't even know this WWE was a thing at the time. This is in 2014, so it was right when the WWE was getting started, actually. But I didn't know that that was a thing, you know. I, I didn't watch it. I hadn't heard anything about it, so I didn't know what was, you know, what was new or anything like that. Um, I got home. I started watching it. She was – I put my daughter in, like, a little bopper chair so she could watch it with me. Um, Her mom walked in and seen us watching wrestling. She's like, what is this? Like, i never seen this. Why is my daughter watching this kind of thing? Um, and so I thought it would be cool to look up, like – next time wwe was coming to town for like a date night and it turns out that they were coming the next week so i bought my tickets for me and her we showed up to the event the main event was the shield versus the authority it was right before rollins turned on the shield um and then uh so i ran into somebody that i knew that was trained to be a pro wrestler they told me they were trained to be a pro wrestler i laughed i thought it was funny um I was like, how do you train to be a pro wrestler? At the time, I was still in the military, so, like, that was my job, my career. Um, And then they ended up telling me about this place to train, and I went and I showed up, and I started training. And then I decided to turn on wrestling again just to see what was going on because I like to be somebody who's a student of the game. And so I turned on Monday Night Raw, and it was right when Seth Rollins turned on the shield. That that (laughs) night, I was immediately a Seth Rollins fan, and I was immediately dragged back in.
0: Oh, that's amazing, man. I always love hearing stories about people who, have, um, who fall out of love of wrestling or, you know, it became uncool when they got older and they got made fun of and they come back to it as an adult. That's always been... I always love <laughs> hearing stories like that. Um, this is obviously a podcast about not just, you know, pro wrestling but comic books and all the way they intersect. Uh, you've said you're a comic book fan. I'm guessing by the uh, big spider tattoo on your chest, you may be a Marvel Spider-Man fan, so... Uh, I'm
1: a Batman fan. No, I'm just kidding. Well, actually,
0: you actually got me excited because I'm. will be honest. I'm more DC than Marvel. I do like Marvel. Please don't come at me, Marvel fans. <laughs> but
1: but yeah, yeah. I'm not a DC guy. I've never actually read a single DC comic book. Oh, I've never. read Heartbreaks, but never I've mind. Read any comic book outside of Marvel Comics. Okay. Cool.
0: No, that's, that's still good. mean, Marvel's still good, I'm not gonna lie.
1: <laughs> and my dad would always buy the comic books for me and, and I would always sit at home and, and read them and stuff like that. And you know, my fandom only grew as I got older. Um, and then when the movies came out, I was hooked on the movies, obviously, things like yeah. that. Definitely uh, superheroes, more specifically Spider-Man and, and Marvel characters have been a huge impact on my life and stuff like that. And some of it can actually be seen in my wrestling work. so.
0: Yeah, that's what I was going to ask because obviously you have that big uh, Spider-Man symbol tattoo, and you um, you have uh, you seem more of a high flyer type wrestler, although you have a very strong ground game as well. Uh, you know, do you look at comic books for inspiration for certain moves and certain stuff that you do in the ring? Or,
1: yeah, I think I think more so like the Spider-Man, the radioactive ability, the spider sense that you know, always having a counter to a counter, yeah, you know, yeah. always be quick and nimble on my feet. You know, the you know, I have a background in parkour and stuff like that, so I oh. like to incorporate that kind of stuff in the ring, You just really move my body, the mannerism, stuff like that, like a superhero would, you know?
0: Yeah, amazing. Amazing. If I'm I mean,
1: a heel, I'm a heel at the time. If I'm working as a bad guy, then, then how the supervillains move, you know, I like to to move like Carnage and move like the goblin, you know, like yeah. definitely the Spider-Man's rogue gallery. Oh yeah. Well he has
0: one of the better rogue galleries in Marvel. I mean uh, one one thing Marvel comics one fair critique Marvel comics always gets is that the villains are not as strong not as strong as DC. But Spider-Man always seems to be the exception to the rule. He has an amazing rogues' gallery: like you know, villain Carnage, uh, uh, Green Goblin, Hobgoblin, just amazing. You know, Black Cat, just amazing.
1: Then, you know, Doc Ock, Scorpion, Tombstone. Oh yeah. King. Oh, like, yeah. On and on. You know, Punisher, Prowler. Like, I, I'm I'm just a huge fan of, of Spider-Man and the, and the rogue gallery and, and all the spider suits and stuff like that, and just just his connection to all the other superheroes. You know, and how he's an honorary Avenger and how you know he's an honorary X Man, and you know he's an honorary Fantastic
0: Four member. Like, he just does it all. Yeah, man. He's, he's he's the character is just such you know it has such longevity. And it's gone so many places. I mean, one question I wouldn't mind asking you: What did you think about the the rather controversial? Some sort of was, thought it was controversial. I mean, I wasn't really all that keen on it. Was when um, Doc Ock took over Spider Man's life, switched bodies with him. I mean, what was your thoughts know. on that storyline?
1: I didn't think, I didn't think it was needed, yeah. um, but I thought it was something to maybe rejuvenate the franchise. It did some, need a bit of a reset. What?
0: I think, I think it did need a bit of a reset. It started, it started a yeah. old patterns.
1: Yeah. To rejuvenate it, bring new life to it, I think. Um, I don't ever see that happening in the films. You know, I don't see that ever transpiring over Um. But I think it's cool that they were, they they, t- they played with it. I personally would have much rather have liked to see maybe Goblin in Spider Man's body.
0: Yeah, just that would have been.
1: Yeah. But you know they, they went with the Doctor Octopus, and I thought that was cool, different. Um, I, and and I would not like I would. It's not like I want to see more of that happening. I, I really wouldn't want to see another story like that. I think that was just the one should be the one and done. Um, but. You know, I, I do trust Marvel. I do trust the comics, and I think that one thing that they do with Spider-Man is they, they tell amazing stories. And I think that using somebody like Doctor Pro- Doctor Octopus was cool.
0: Yeah, that was it. Was interesting. I wasn't too canon on it, but I admit it was interesting. And I think it led to the perfect thing about um, you no know, Mary Jane changing the reality so they weren't married anymore and they can have fresh starts and they can eventually go back together. I thought that was because they've been together a long time and it got stale too. So
1: yeah, it just a reset, man. That's what it feels like.
0: Exactly. Well, it was, it was needed for storytelling purposes. It was needed. Um, you've been doing some amazing things on new Japan pro wrestling strong, that amazing web series on new Japan world. Um, you've just recently joined a uh, team filthy with Tom law. I mean, that's some pretty cool stuff right there. I mean, <laughs> so like, what are your, what are your like biggest goals in pro wrestling right now? Like, where do you see yourself like one year from now when hopefully this pandemic's over? So,
1: um definitely signed to a major company whether that be new japan pro wrestling or all elite wrestling um that's still to be determined um i definitely see myself signed somewhere doing amazing things becoming a household name slowly continuing to build my brand continue to show people who I am, what I can do, and continue to put on for Puerto Rico and for New York City, you know, my, mi gente. Um, and it's making my daughter proud, really, man. She looks up to me and stuff like that and just really staying true and authentic and genuine to who I am and what I believe in and just doing all that and leaving it all in the ring every day. Um, feels good, man, to have all this stuff happening. Joining Team Filthy is dope, you know. Tom Lawler's the man, you know, Kratos is a beast, and Ryan Taylor is one of the best grapplers there is. And just me being, able, being that that hybrid, you know, in that group, I'm definitely one of the only ones in that group that can fly and do all the other stuff. So I kind of just, you know, I, I add a little bit of that like to call Sazon, you know, like that Puerto Rican seasoning into the group, you know. Um, and, and I'm excited to see where we go with it. You know, I turned on Rocky Romero. A lot of people were upset about that, but I don't care. Rocky Romero has a history for turning on people, and I was just the first one to do it to him. And I don't think he likes that, but too bad.
0: Well, speaking of Rocky Romero, I mean, uh, I know things may be a little dicey between you and him right now, but uh, uh, you have been giving, getting um, comparisons to him uh, since you, know, you first started and you, know, you had a, a series of matches with him. I mean, was it flattering or unflattering? I mean, would you, would you prefer to be more <coughs> of, a, of an original uh, person, more, more seen as an original or, or did he find the Rocky Romero uh, comparisons flattering?
1: I mean I, I it's it's flattering because Rocky Romero is somebody who's you know done it done it all in this business for years now you know um and and, and I think that I, I see where the comparison comes from because I'm a Latino he's a Latino you know um, we kind of got the similar charisma and swag and and, and move set in the ring so I get it I see why people compared it to us you know when I when I made my debut he made his little tweet saying he got his eyes on me and things like that and what's crazy is today, five years ago, I met Rocky Romero for the first time. Oh, wow. Um, and, I only, and I only know this because Facebook memories reminded me that I met Rocky Romero because I met him at a championship wrestling from Hollywood taping. Oh, wow. So five years ago today, I met Rocky Romero. And, and you know, he, he says that he, you know, he had his eye on me when I made my debut in New Japan, but I've always had my eye on him since I met him. Oh, wow. you know i've been watching him for many years now before he even knew who i was before he even considered me a threat or considered me anything like that i knew who he was and, and i see what he's done to the tag team partners and yet he may have took me under his wing and we may have had some friendly competition in the ring but i saw an opportunity to join a team that i think is going to do amazing things in new japan pro wrestling strong and i decided to jump on it
0: okay amazing speaking of you know obviously team filthy uh Will we see you at in Major League Wrestling as well? MLW, they've, they've just restarted.
1: I, I, they did just have the restart. Um, I don't know if you'll see me there. I'm open to any opportunities. I don't lock any doors. I don't close any doors. I haven't talked to anybody from MLW. No one has ever reached out to me or anything like that. Um, and but if an opportunity was to cross my path, I'm sure I, I you know I, I take it in with a grain of salt and go from there. You know, I, I, it would be cool to see Team Filthy rocking over there at MLW, but. Until then, we'll do our thing. on new Japan strong.
0: Awesome, amazing. Um, have you ever spent time in the uh, uh, New Japan's LA dojo? I um, I know things are a bit uh, dicey at the minute, but
1: oh, yeah, I have. I did my tryout there um, with Shibata. Rocky was there. Shibata was there. You know, the young lions were there. Um, I did my tryout. I teamed with Mysterioso, and we took on the Regal Twins. Okay. Oh, cool. um, and I, I went. I've gone there a few times to train at the dojo. It's a a beautiful dojo. It's some real intense training that I need that I think everybody should get at some point in their life. You know, nobody does it the way New Japan does. So I'm I'm very blessed and and privileged to be able to go in there and and train from time to time. And and I'm excited to, you know, continue to, to, to showcase that I belong in New Japan based on what I'm learning there at the dojo and based on who I am and just continue to put it out there in the ring every time and show people that I just, my game just keeps evolving and developing for the better.
0: What's uh, Shibata like as a trainer? Because I've seen those documentaries on the Japan World. He seems like a very strict, very tough, old school you know, Japanese trainer.
1: He reminds me of how I was when I was a drill instructor. So I was a Marine Corps drill instructor. Oh, wow. Um, okay. Really, really demand from my recruits, you know, intense training, um, um, respect demanded, discipline demanded, you know, that kind of, of lifestyle I did it as a Marine. Um, and it's was what I expected from my Marines. And he kind of, i see that in him um, as a trainer man he's the real deal um he he demands you know accountability is what i like to say and, and he it's for a reason and if you look at the product that comes out of the la dojo you look at his young lions man they're they're, they're good man they're really good you know carl fredericks clark Connors, just to name two of the top ones out of there great stuff and the red narita um it, it, he's that way for a reason. And I think that the, the, the young lies that come out of it through his training, man, they show that he's like that for a reason and it, it pays dividends in the ring.
0: Yeah. Uh, you've mentioned your um, military background a few times. Do you think that's helped you in your professional wrestling career?
1: hundred percent, man. Uh, I think that the Marine Corps prepared me for success. It, it demanded perfection out of me. It demanded, you know, discipline, some strength mentally and emotional strength physical strength, um, stamina, endurance, all that stuff transcended into the wrestling, bring that out, and being a wrestler is not easy, traveling is not easy, being on the road is not easy, you know, Um, putting your body through all that stuff is not easy, but I did all that as a Marine, you know, I was on the road all the time, I was traveling all the time, I was deploying, I was doing, you know, things here and there, and training recruits, and, you know, not getting much food sometimes, not getting much sleep sometimes, and just, putting my body through all these training programs and putting my body through all these, you know, difficult situations and, and it, it bled over into wrestling very well. Amazing. Amazing.
0: Well, buddy, I think we're ready for a, a, our little version of Inside the Actor's Studio here at uh, Storytelling in Spandex. It's called <laughs> Diving Inside the Spandex, shall we say. <laughs> but, do yeah, righto. So we'll just start out with a simple one. Who is your favourite pro wrestler? And I think you've already answered that
1: one. So. right. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Who was your favorite comic book character? I think we already answered that one as well. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: All right. Uh, what is your favorite wrestling event? Past, present, whatever. So.
1: Favorite wrestling event. Yeah. Uh, Royal Rumble. That's
0: always very fun because you never know he's going to show up at the I Royal
1: Rumble. Always going to pop up. You know, I like, I like how it keeps you like on your toes. You know.
0: Mm. Uh, let's see. Uh, what is your favorite comic book, film, or television show?
1: Ooh, I like um end game specifically for you know when cat picks up that hammer yeah and starts that. i thought that was so dope
0: <laughs> that was that was even and though i'm a dc fan that that was a
1: close like into closing a film cover. and then when you hear the on your left and everybody comes out and then you know he says avengers assemble and they start going to, i thought that was so dope
0: yeah, that was absolutely amazing. I went to see that in the cinema, and I had a lady behind me screaming her head off the whole time, right into my ear. I was
1: screaming the whole time.
0: <laughs> absolutely amazing film. Uh, but yeah. I will give,
1: I will give, I will give, I will give an honourable mention to Civil War just for that airport fight.
0: That is actually, truth be told, that is actually my favourite uh, Marvel film because I that had had the espionage element in it. I'm a big James Bond fan, so that that also came came to play for me as well so that, that was an excellent film here we go uh name a wrestling move you wish you could do Six i'm always amazed by people how people do that i remember watching jack evans doing that in um uh wrestling society x years and years ago i thought that was that was a really, fit one I've seen a really, good,
1: really good 450 i just can't get that extra rotation
0: well i i, I can't even do a front flip mate so don't worry about it, so. <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, name a superpower you wish you had. A what? Name a superpower that you wish you had.
1: Uh, spider senses.
0: I've had a fig- feeling you'd pick that one as well.
1: <laughs> honorable, honorable mention to Wolverine's healing powers.
0: Ah, well, he, he, here's one just for you, uh, just for this bit. Uh, would you rather take a chop from Walter or take a punch from Wolverine? A
1: chop from Walter.
0: Most people I've asked have actually said a uh, punch from Wolverine because they, 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 they're terrified of taking a chop from Walter and I don't blame them. So, this, is one, this one's multiple choice. So who's more twisted? A, Joker, B, Loki, C, Minoru Suzuki, or D, Pagano? Mm, I'm going to
1: go C.
0: <laughs> I I tend to agree with you.
1: <laughs>
0: I'm I'm halfway I'm halfway between do I want to interview Minoru Suzuki or do I not? Because I think even through a computer screen he killed me. So. <laughs> okay, uh one more multiple choice. Who is funnier? A Deadpool. B Harley Quinn C R Truth D Toriano. Uh
1: Deadpool.
0: I've always loved Ryan Reynolds, he's always very funny. Very glad he managed to get those Deadpool movies made. And I'm very excited that he and Disney worked out a deal to get Disney uh, Deadpool 3 made, so.
1: Can't wait for that.
0: Mm. Now, and this is the final question, the penultimate question here in, inside the Spandex. What's a pro wrestling and comic book media crossover you would love to see?
1: A pro wrestling and comic book media crossover.
0: Yeah, like it could be a uh, uh, pro wrestler being in a movie, pro wrestler a TV show, or comic book m- movie guy and, and pro wrestling things. You know, uh, anything along, along those lines.
1: I would like to be in a Marvel film. <laughs> you know, oh, I, wow. have, I have a background in acting and stunts. I've done movies and commercials, and I do my own stunts. Um, and now that I'm wrestling a lot of places, I'd like to be able to be in a Marvel movie. Maybe, maybe I can be, you know, Miguel O'Hare, the the Spider Man two thousand ninety nine. You know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: We'll see. Cool. All right. One more question before I let you go because, you know, we've been having such a great time here. Great chat. Have you played uh, the new Spider-Man Miles
1: Morales game? I just beat it last week. <laughs> I, got it, I got it for the PS5, and um, I, I, I got it Thursday, the day the PS5 came out, and I literally night-trained it all the way to Saturday. So two days later, I was done with it.
0: Oh, awesome. That's what I like to hear. Well – Thank you so much, Danny Limelight. It's been an amazing conversation. So. Yeah, hey, this was
1: fun. It was different, man. Thank you for having me on the show. And for anybody listening that doesn't already follow me, they can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Danny Limelight or prowrestlingtees.com backslash Danny Limelight. Check out my merchandise. I got some cool shirts on there. I appreciate you having me on the show, man. This was fun. This was different for me. And I'd love to be back again someday.
0: Hey, uh, I'm always, you're always welcome, mate. So it's all good. Thank you so much, very much, Mr. Danny Limelight. Be, guys, be sure to check him out on AEW Dark and New Japan Pro Wrestling Strong and New Japan Pro Wrestling World. Also on Primetime Live, uh, United Wrestling Network on Fight TV. Danny Limelight, thank you very much. Thank you. Well, guys, that's it. That has been a fantastic chat with Mr. Danny Limelight. It's been a fantastic show. I sincerely hope you've enjoyed it. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at, at spandex underscore pod and on Instagram at, at und, uh, spandex underscore pod. Be sure to obviously subscribe to our podcast, share our podcast. It's been an absolute pleasure to be with you guys here today. Big, big thank you once again to Mr. Danny Limelight.
1: We'll see you guys again very soon. Ta-ta for now.